0: Good morning! This is Vital Moments and I'm Beth Hendry-Yim. I'm here with John, my husband and naturopathic doctor, and we're talking about creating a new health story.
1: Good morning! In my practice, I see many people come through my doors on a daily basis. They're usually feeling physically unwell. It could be stomach pains, it could be fatigue, low energy, cardiovascular issues, diabetes, autoimmunity, I've also seen many people regain their health and go on to become proponents of natural medicine. They have rewritten their health story, changed it from one that was pulling them down to a story that has them feeling good, doing more and on a continued journey to becoming better. During this crisis, Beth and I, were are working at creating a new health story. I've had asthma all of my life.
0: And I'm dealing with injuries from car accidents and arthritis. Both of us want to improve our health stories. Neither of us, now we've talked about this quite often, neither of us feel like we did as youngsters. We don't expect that we're going to turn back the clock. We know that. Especially, we're not going to do that through this crisis. But, during this crisis, we can be better. We can become better.
1: And it isn't just a physical journey. We're working on our mental, emotional, emotional, And physical well-being
0: now we've been for the past I don't know how long has it been two weeks two plus weeks two plus weeks yeah we've been at home and John's been um, seeing seeing in quotation marks patients uh, via phone or video conferencing and we're living in a thousand square feet together doing business and living it's tough it's not easy we get in each other's space And it's a wake-up call to the fact that we've got some room for improvement in our relationship.
1: So speaking of of physical isolation, I never realized how important it was for me to get out of the house during the day. And one of the things I've really been missing is going to the gym. The exercise that I got at the gym was really important for not just my physical well-being, but mental-emotional as well. Well, being housebound... It really cut down my outdoor activity. So recently, I have an app on my iPhone, and it counts my steps. And I've become addicted to getting as many steps in each day as possible. Yes,
0: if he doesn't have enough, he goes out late at night, <laughs> which I'm not happy about, and walks until he gets the, point, the, the steps.
1: But besides doing that, it's also giving me time to listen to podcasts and watch webinars, and do reading that I didn't get a chance to do when I was working full-time. Now I'm challenging myself to get out more and do more.
0: Now both of us are looking forward. Both of us are on the same path to becoming better. We wanted to share part of that journey that we're taking with our patients and our community, and maybe you can join us. We were just talking about uh, rituals and routines, you know, the routines we get into. And I have to share a funny story. I don't know whether I ever told you about this, but years ago in my writing career, I wrote an article for, I can't even remember what magazine it was for. It might have been for um, a parenting magazine, and it was called Rituals and Routines. And it was all about creating a tradition of family dinners, very innocent. Well I put it out and it went onto the internet and I went and googled my name and here comes my name on every porn site I could find <laughs> looked at. I went looking for rituals and routines. the article with my name well every porn site had picked up rituals.
1: Not those kind of rituals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so years ago, when my children were little and the, and the internet was a youngster, there was my name associated with porn sites. That's my secret.
1: So it's interesting when you talk about rituals and routines. You know, oftentimes with my patients that are not well, I, I give them the example of comparing people that are healthy versus people that are not healthy. And I tell them oftentimes the main difference is the daily choices and decisions that the two different groups of people make. And if we want better health, if we want change in our lives, the easiest way to do that is to practice something over and over and over until it becomes a habit or a routine. So that's why it's really important in these times that if you want to instill better health, if you're not used to doing those things, you write them down, make a list, and develop a habit or routine around the things that you want to change.
0: Now, you and I did that about three years ago. We started getting up early and spending some time together mm-hmm. talking, whether it was about goals for business or just talking, because at night you would get home after work and you'd be tuckered and you'd eat dinner and watch TV and fall asleep. So for us, we started that routine and then we added to it. You know, we added that cup of tea or a cup of hot chocolate. Um, We started writing our intention down at the top of our day planners and then what we're grateful for. And now it's a part, it's for me, it's a, it's an ingrained part of my day. And I find if I don't do it, I'm not as happy during the day as I am when I do do it.
1: Well, I think one of the routines that I'm really working on is trying to improve my sleep.
0: Yeah, we've talked about that. (laughs) You listeners heard about that one. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, in these times with COVID-19, we know that nobody has immunity to this virus. So the most important thing that we need to do is work on dietary and lifestyle things that keep our health up. And there's no better thing that I can think of than uh, getting enough rest and sleep. The the two most important reasons is that during sleep is when your body lowers cortisol. And in these times of anxiety and uncertainty, many people have elevated cortisol. Cortisol has a weakening effect on the, the immune system. On the flip side of that, in the evening, as the day gets darker and in the night, is when our pineal glands produce melatonin. Many people take melatonin to try to help with sleep, but believe it or not, it's also one of the most important immune modulators in your body. And I was listening to a webinar last week and um, three different naturopaths were talking about the uh, incidence of death with COVID-19 is much more skewed towards seniors. I think they were saying below the age of nine there's not been any deaths um, from COVID-19. And the speculation is that young people produce way more melatonin. And as we get older, melatonin production decreases. And that's why seniors have more problems with sleep.
0: So do you think that that's, that's the only thing involved, or is that just part of the whole picture?
1: Oh, obviously part of the whole picture. But it's it's interesting uh, they that they pointed out how important that melatonin was uh, for the immune system and the difference between the young and the older, the amount of melatonin. Well, even if you're an older person and you have a certain amount of melatonin, if you're not sleeping well and you're shortchanging yourself on sleep, then whatever amount of melatonin that you were able to produce is going to be less.
0: Okay. So how do we get more melatonin? Like do, do our bodies naturally produce it?
1: Yeah, pineal gland produces melatonin. Now, some of the things that people do that may decrease their melatonin is that right now, this time of the year, um, normally we'd be outside doing more things. But because of social isolation, many people have it in their minds that they should stay indoors. We need bright light during the day and then dark at night
0: now that doesn't mean going to the beach and and no 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 no
1: No, we could be you know (laughs) out in our yards we could be out (laughs) in our balcony so the more bright light that we get during the day and the less blue light we get in the evening the better melatonin production so where do you think we get blue light from beth the computer computers ipads cell phones you know those electronic devices if we're playing with them in the evening and we don't have you know, a mode to make the light more amber, then that decreases melatonin production, which can affect sleep.
0: On the off chance, we are stuck inside our house because we're quarantined. Um, is there some way of getting melatonin?
1: Well, it's readily available as a supplement now. You know, Some people, um, because of their sleep issues, they take melatonin to help with sleep, so it's definitely a supplement that can be purchased and used. Um, you know, in, in some of my cancer protocols, I actually prescribe melatonin, not so much for sleep, but definitely to help immune function. So yeah, it's, it's a supplement that people could buy, and if they're not sleeping well, use it to encourage um, better sleep.
0: Okay, so I know that some of the melatonin that we have Some of the products we have, they have, there's blends. So it's not just melatonin, there's other things in it. Why are those other things in it?
1: Well, we know that melatonin helps establish the sleep cycle, but many people that are having troubles with sleep are having troubles turning their brain off or their nervous system is more in fight or flight. Lots of sleep combinations will have herbs like valerian, lemon balm, And herbs that have a calming effect on the nervous system. Some products now are adding um, things like GABA, L-theanine. And again, these are substances that can calm the brain and nervous system down. So when you're using a sleep product that has a combination of ingredients in there, um, oftentimes you're not only working on, on increasing melatonin, but you're also working on calming the brain and nervous system down so that you can fall asleep and stay asleep.
0: It's great that we have that tool to um, take, you know, if we're not getting enough sleep or not not getting enough quality of sleep. But when you look at diet, I know that when I eat a certain way, I don't like if I eat cheese because I'm allergic to cheese. If I have a piece of cheese, I don't sleep well. Um, If I eat lots of vegetables for dinner, I eat, I sleep better. So what has diet to do with quality of sleep?
1: certain foods that we eat naturally have um, a more calming effect on the system. So when people are eating um, what I call more of an anti-inflammatory diet, they're eating proteins, low-starch vegetables, healthy oils, what they're they're eliminating is a lot of sugars and starches. Now when the diet's high in sugars and starches, uh, you can be more prone to low blood sugar once that fuel wears off. And when the the blood sugar is low, we're more prone to anxiety, depression, but believe it or not, it can affect quality of sleep as well. And when we're eating healthy proteins, we're getting the raw materials to make neurotransmitters like GABA and serotonin. And serotonin converts into melatonin, which helps with sleep. GABA is a neurotransmitter that has a calming effect on the brain and nervous system. So, yes, what we eat can either excite our brain and nervous system or it can have a calming effect. And if it has a calming effect, then it improves the quality of sleep.
0: So during this time, you know, we wanted both of us are working at transforming our health story. Um, You have issues with going to bed at the right time at night and not staying up and falling asleep in front of the TV with the headset on and the noise from the TV blasting in your brain.
1: Yes, subliminal suggestions from all those commercials that are going into my
0: brain. (laughs) And then he comes out this morning and he says, oh, I've spent lots of money last night, Beth. And I'm thinking, oh, no. (laughs) But anyways, um, sleep is something we are definitely working on. And for me, I'm trying to figure out what keeps me awake at night because it's my brain. Like you were talking about shutting the brain off is my brain. It just keeps on going. And I just keep thinking about my daughter. So um, I think that for me, my whole focus right now is finding out what helps me go to sleep. And Last night, I implemented my meditation technique and I just focused on gratitude and just saying I am grateful for, I am grateful for the birds at our bird feeder. I'm grateful that I got two two yards of beautiful uh, composted horse manure yesterday for the garden. I'm grateful. And as soon as I start going through the, the gratitudes, I find myself calming down. Because there's so many good things in my life.
1: So one of the rituals that I do um, before bed that I find that is is very helpful is that in the past, if I didn't write down my my goals for the next day, oftentimes I'd be lying in bed thinking to myself, I can't forget to do this. I can't forget to do that.
0: And I should write it down. I should write it down. (laughs) Exactly.
1: So now I have a look at what I've accomplished during the day. So that's like deconstructing the, the, the this previous day. And then I look to the next day and see what important things that I did I not get accomplished today that I need to do tomorrow? And I write down things that I have to do. Now, I also write down um, health goals that I, I need to achieve, but also things for work that need to be done. So when I get those things down on paper, I find that, I've unloaded them from my mind, and I have a much easier time falling asleep.
0: Okay, well, thank you for that. And uh, listeners, we were talking about rituals and routines, and not the type that you can find on porn sites. And next time, we will talk about...
1: What? What are we going to talk about next time, John? How about um, more things that we can do to build up our immunity?
0: Ah, that's a great topic, especially right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you, and we'll...